in three, two, one. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't say the one. Mm. Five, four, three, <laughs> two. Yeah, but the the intro song already played. You didn't hear it, but it was playing. I know. You see. I'm kidding. We're good. I don't want to get <laughs> claimed or whatever. Oh, my God. No, we're not going to get claimed for that. I know. Hi. Welcome to another episode of You Have My Attention. How are you doing, Carla? Good. I mean, hello, meow. I'm doing good, meow. <laughs> Do you want to explain why you say that whole meow thing? It's like an inside joke you have. Okay. Not I'll, with me, by the way, but you keep saying it on this podcast. I'll tell, I'll tell um, everyone. So basically, the entire reason I started saying like hello, meow and everything like two episodes ago was because... Um, the last time um, I went to a comic shop with my boyfriend, um, <laughs> he had found this manga that had like a girl um, dressed in like, dressed as a cat or something. She she had cat ears on or something. On the cover? On the front cover of the manga. And then he opens the manga to a random page and he finds one page where the girl is just saying, I'm so happy, meow. <laughs> so ever since then, me and him, we would just joke around and we would just like say a sentence and just end it with meow, because it's just like we just thought it was so weird and we we thought it was funny. So so like for example, I'm when someone says I'm hungry, you would say what? <laughs> You're just like I'm so hungry, meow. <laughs> or just he he oh actually you know what he told me to do? He was telling me to like eat breakfast with like you and to just say um what was it like i'm so happy meow or i'm so hungry meow or something like that just something like with no context us having no idea oh yeah he was like say it and just see what they see what they do see their reaction and i kept telling him that i would do it i would forget every single time that well I would now that i know speed. what it is it's not going to be the same reaction it's but not i'm going to see i want to be around when you say it to someone else that yeah. has no idea that would be funny <laughs> So that is the the origin origin of Hello Meow. <laughs> so you're joining us here today to discuss our pet peeves and pet loves. We are. Yes. In a previous episode, I discussed this topic with Ale and... You did, in fact, do that. We did cover some of our own pet peeves and pet loves. <clears throat> uh, I This episode will have different items. I don't know all of yours i mean i think i saw some of them but i don't have yeah. them memorized we each prepared a list so if you want you can start with your pet peeves you start listing yours out and tell us about them okay first one is when um when you're out in public and you're walking or really anywhere where people are walking like a sidewalk like a sidewalk for instance yeah and um people that are like coming towards you like you know oncoming traffic they don't walk to the right they walk like like to the left which is like would be your right so then you guys like run into each other or you guys have to run into each other or do that awkward dance where or, you're just like yeah who's gonna go step I'm who's gonna like, step bro, to which side this could have been avoided if everyone just went to the right because we would both be going to the right and we would both avoid each other so you think people should follow like car traffic rules when you're on the sidewalk? Like who yeah. goes on which side of the sidewalk? Yeah, I feel like that's how it is most of the time. 
the only place where it's like i can see where it's pretty tricky is like well i guess a couple places but like in schools sometimes it is a little tricky like if you're not um like there's not one way sometimes they try to do the one-way hall hallway thing right i remember they did oh. that in middle school and it was so dumb i mean no i i think they sometimes were trying it's like to, it's right there they're probably just trying to avoid the whole like traffic thing they were trying to prevent people from like walking um like mingling i guess in the hallways and then just like creating like bubbles of people and just like obstructing like the walkway i guess yeah so i think that's why they did it i mean that's the only logical explanation i can think of or maybe make it easier for them to monitor students as they were walking to their classes but i remember it was pretty dumb because there were times when your class was really literally your next class or where you're going to it's like was right there literally right next to the other classroom but if it was in the opposite direction and the teacher caught you you can get in trouble for walking the wrong way it's like you're you're supposed to go clockwise or whatever around the building instead of the other way and it was yeah that it was pretty dumb it was dumb um i don't know how common that is in middle schools i don't know either but it just was one of those strange rules and they didn't ever properly explain and i know students would get frustrated and they would ask why I think when it comes to those situations, it's really much better to explain some reasoning behind mm. a rule, especially oh, when there's yeah. so much backlash. Like if the school has a certain rule and it's like, well, why is this a rule? If they, if you don't have a good explanation, that's very the, the like kids are probably not going to respect logical it or, or reasonable. It. Exactly. It will be really hard to enforce. It's just like when you tell a kid like, because why? Because I said so. That's dumb. It's just like, okay, that's not going to incentivize the kid to like, listen to you or un- try to understand your reasoning they're just I gonna think get mad so i know sometimes some things are harder to explain to certain age levels but i think sometimes people give children not enough credit like yeah. you can you can explain things in an age-appropriate way without you know getting into too much detail or like you know just just to make people understand or like kids really understand your logic and reasoning for me if i had simply been told well we're doing it because of safety we found that in the past xyz would happen you know students would bump into each other and like cause concussions or whatever reasoning they would give if it was like if it made sense then i'd be like okay that's fine that's the rule and it's for a reason yeah and i'll be more respectful of it but if it was just like well it's just because we said you have to walk this way you can't walk counterclockwise in this building like walk in the hallways you know then talk this way then then i'm gonna be more frustrated yeah no i agree um but yeah basically when people just don't like walk to the right it's just in public if it just became more commonplace socially it could it could avoid pretty common thing i've seen a lot of people do it a lot of people tend to do it but then sometimes when that situation arises when it's like oh who's gonna move to the side you you know where people are really bad about doing it where? Well, this one makes more sense, and I already know you're gonna be like, "Well, it's because they come from different parts of the world." Sometimes airports, but I was thinking more like when I went to Disney World. Oh my god, everyone just like gets in your way so close to you. But that's because there's more people, and people come from different places, so they may not even drive like on the right side of the road. I think it like has we do to in do the US. with the environment. So if you're in a place that's literally like a narrow walkway and all you have is a sidewalk to walk on and there's car there's cars driving on the side <clears throat> of the street and then on the other side is the lawn right onto your to your right 
it makes more sense why people would have to kind of follow these rules but when you're in an area like disney world it's so open it's like a large open there's things to go walk to in all directions i can see why people would kind of walk every which way because they're just trying to get to the they're just trying to beeline you know they're just trying to get to the next spot they're trying to walk to you know the quickest they can yeah so i think that's the reason but i still don't like it <laughs> but i guess yield to others and be kind yes. of considerate oh my god yes. just yield you don't necessarily have to walk to the right i think you just have to be <clears throat> yeah it, in some situations it makes more sense but just just yield to other people and don't yeah. overpower the sidewalk okay so my other one is let's see oh when strangers like get too close to you or they straight up just touch you oh mm-hmm. my god i hate that like when i used to be a hostess at my uh my first job i would you know walk people to their table or whatever at a restaurant sometimes yeah sometimes they would touch me or something it's it's almost always an older man almost mm. always an older man they will be like oh thank you darling and they'll just touch you on your back i'm like i don't you didn't need to touch me like that was not necessary sir so i don't like when that happens um, some people again it's also like a social thing like in some cultures it's more common for people to hug like some people are, i don't like how do we the shake hands that's a thing in here. the u.s yeah it's a very common like business i know practice. you don't like that either no i think i mentioned that before that it's one of my pet peeves really you to shake oh hands. i think you're right i don't like it personally yeah it's like sometimes your hands aren't clean or you're just like you're eating and it's I just like, because <laughs> shaking someone's hand tends to be a thing you, that you do when you first meet them and if i don't know someone some people yeah. never learned to like sneeze into their elbow or sneeze the other way they just do it in their hands i'm like why would you do that and then they don't wash their hands i'm like you're insane if you think i'm gonna touch you <laughs> yeah um oh my god this is a huge one for me a lot of times i would um like in school and a lot in college too uh the only place i could get a lot of my work done um was the was the library and oh my god the amount of times that i have gone to the library and people have been on their phones having a conversation especially when they do it like out loud you I'm mean like, like oh taking a phone call not just looking call. not just sc- scrolling through your phone but taking an actual phone yes call. taking a phone call like oh it's oh my god it's so annoying um so it bothers me the most in the library because of the setting like i'm i'm literally there because i wanted to be quiet and right. you're over here yapping away <laughs> and it's like bro and it's happened to me too in the literal silence section because, like, I understand the libraries now, they have, like, collaborative spaces, they have computer spaces, and you don't necessarily have to be, like, quiet, quiet, which is, that's fine with me. I'll go to a different area. But if I'm in a literal area that's... Designated. Designated for, like, shutting the fuck up, <laughs> then do that. Like, why are you having a conversation here? Like, if, if you're, if you don't want to leave the room, like, uh, that's just too damn bad. Like, you're going to have to move, Jimmy like yeah. whoever you are it's just people being inconsiderate oh really. my god i hate that one i feel like that's the root of a lot of our pet peeves is like <laughs> people being inconsiderate of others it's yeah. like i get it but you're not being you're being rude yeah just <laughs> being inconsiderate like or just not following the rules because there's literally a sign that says like okay no talking right so yeah that's a big one i sympathize with that you know actually that kind of leads me to a story it's about the same 
pet peeve, I guess. That bothers me as well. And there was one time when I was working at a job and it was an office job. And it was the kind of office where like people kind of have like semi-cubicle situation. Oh. But it wasn't full-on cubicles. It was like semi-open, semi-cubicle, kind of like cubicle-esque, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this one lady. She didn't. I didn't work with her, but she worked in that area. Like she sat in this in a in that section of the building. And she would do this thing that bothered a lot of people, and I don't think anyone ever confronted her about oh it. God. She would take calls like work calls and have them on her phone on speaker why i don't know and we could all hear her talking and the other person talking there is no point i just don't see a reasoning for that unless she like was hard of hearing or something but even then like you could still you should still be able to have that conversation like not on the speakerphone you know yeah in fact if you're harder hearing you think it would make more sense to not speak it out play it out loud like well maybe it could work but it's because what happens is that when you have a phone call and it's on speakerphone the Mm -hmm. volume gets like spread out i don't know what the right term is but it it like it it changes the quality of the call yeah like have you noticed when you're on speaker and it just sounds not as clear i don't even know how to so that's what she would do she would have her calls on speaker and mind you they were work calls so at least these weren't personal personal would be worse that'd be oh god but it was still pretty (laughs) frustrating because other people were working in their half cubicle-esque situation and they could overhear her talking that reminds me of something and the other person talking right and they were trying to focus on their work but it was hard to do because Uh, she was being so loud with the whole situation so annoying um, that reminds me of like being like my the second half of my college years was spent like you know on the computer except for like the last semester or two right but like you know post-covid a lot of people went online right they had zoom calls instead of like regular classroom meetings and <laughs> what you said reminded me of how annoyed I would get when um, people would not mute themselves and then they would like, I don't know, they would have a baby in the background. They would have Their dog some, barking. a dog barking, something going on. You just have to hope that they are looking at the chat so that they can see when other people are telling them to mute themselves because if they don't see it, then they're, they're just going to be interrupting the, in the, the call for however long they're not on mute or for however long the, the noise is coming out from their end right and oh my god someone, sometimes someone has to tell tell them i like the case like i mentioned um in that job that i used to have the best thing to do would have just been to like tell her directly politely and calmly and just you know hey we notice you take your calls out loud like you know we're sorry but we find it disruptive you know yeah you know just tell the person and address it in a respectful manner and just be direct you know yeah but but then but not mean obviously sometimes lied about that'll it. make them mad anyway i mean you can't like, help i mean yeah it's one person getting mad versus 20 people being annoyed <laughs> yeah <laughs> for like, like however long be- they have the conversation yeah all the surrounding people being bothered oh my god no yeah but that's that's something that would bother me um but that's usually just on like a like a zoom call 
So you're oh. talking about, yeah. When people don't, when I'm talking to someone, it's usually over text when this happens and I will send them a question right, or two or multiple, whatever. And then they'll only answer one of them or some of them, or they just, they don't even answer my question. Hmm. I hate it. Yeah. I just don't, I don't like something going like something not being addressed when I like brought it up, you know, it's like, I literally brought it up. It's, it's on, especially if it's on text, like you have it right there. Like, unless it's an anonymous mistake, it's annoying to me when people like continuously don't answer my question. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like with like new jobs, oftentimes when I am communicating over email and I ask, especially when I ask more than one question, Oh my God. They almost never answer it. They just answer one of them. Yeah. Or they like halfway answer the first one. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't address my second question. Like sometimes they don't have the answer, but you know what? In those cases, they should 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 say say that because then I'm just left like thinking they're rude. Yeah. It's best to just say, I don't currently have the answer. I'll look into it or something to let you know that they didn't just leave you hanging there, you know, oh. waiting. Yeah. I'm like, like, did you even read it? Oh or? God, you're so rude. I know I've been guilty of sometimes with text messages, like besides just misreading them, reading them too quickly. Oh my God. That happens to me too. So. Reading one and then right away trying to reply. And, yes. and then if I got asked another question, I meant to reply to it, but I didn't because I got focused on the first one. Yeah. And then that's why I, I know I've done that too before. You've asked me like a series of questions and then I answered some of them and then something came up and I didn't get to answer the other one. No, yeah. And then but I say, know with you, you're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. And I guess when it's like in a formal setting and a professional setting, especially via email where you're supposed to address address everything right they could at least say we don't know or we can't you know like if you don't know the answer that's fine i'm just like but if i ask you like please respond in any kind of way i don't even care if you say no like with people that are bad with texting back it's usually like they get distracted and they forget or something right but like if um if they see my text and they feel bad, like saying no or whatever to whatever I have. Better to say no than to just leave Please you. Please say no. And like, <laughs> even if, if you don't feel like explaining yourself or something, it's fine. But I'd rather you just say no than to just leave me with nothing. Because that's, I think that might be worse when you don't get any questions answered. You're just left hanging. Um, Which is, again, sometimes it's an honest mistake. But like, oh my God, it's happened to me so many times with... <clears throat> one person in particular that has been on this podcast but anyway you know what i think since you mentioned some of them happen in professional settings like you're if you're maybe if you're emailing like an hr department or something it could be sometimes in some cases they can't even answer your question because they feel like they'll get in trouble when you think about email everything's recorded so mm. everything is like there's a paper trail even though it's electronic i don't I like wonder, that i wonder i don't if, like that i wonder if sometimes some of the, your answers are left unanswered because they don't even want to address it because they feel like they'll get in trouble or something you know but do you I, ever ask questions that are a little like towing my on that questions line? are like getting in trouble worthy or you know like they're always just regular I feel like they're very simple okay like most of the time because i never feel like it's like oh if i do this and then do that do you think i'll get in trouble i don't ask <laughs> things like that i know it's a formal 
email i'm not okay. gonna ask something weird like that yeah sometimes i just wondered like what kind of questions you're asking because maybe that could give you a clue into why they're left unanswered but it could if they're really just honestly just regular questions that they should be answering then i guess they're not they're just not being detailed enough with their responses yeah. so those things are like kind of annoying and that goes along with like being ignored so being ignored that's another pet peeve of also yours. annoying to me like um like if you're and if you are like ignoring me because you're mad at me then i'd rather you say that or kind of like hint to it than to just not say anything at all do you think some of that could be tied to you being a middle child because if someone oh, ignores, being ignored if someone like, ignores you it bother it might bother you more than someone who's like, not a middle child triggered um <laughs> i think mm, that's an interesting point i think it might be because it's just like you feel like you get left out so often it's kind of like now you, at some point getting ignored becomes a trigger i think like it bothers you a little more than yeah. someone who because i was experience. definitely a kid and ellie oh my god ellie hated me growing up she thought i was so annoying. no i didn't okay she didn't hate me, for but context, she really did not like me. For I context, her. there were some a significant period of time in our childhood when it seemed to be your general daily goal to entertain yourself by via by annoying me because you found that that always would get a response. Oh my god, it was the most stimulating thing ever. <laughs> That's exactly why. So it wasn't really like I hated you. I just I found you very annoying because you would do that. And oh. I would prefer you just try to spend time with me or, you know, have fun doing something together. But sometimes I was, and I think it's really because of my personality. Like maybe I just wanted time alone and just yeah. wanted to just be, you know, recharged by myself or something. And you wanted to have fun or you wanted to do something and yeah. I was not in the mood so what then you realize would get a reaction out of me would be to try to annoy me. <laughs> and so that would then lead to me getting okay. annoyed. And then I would ignore you and you would you would say, oh, really? You're going to ignore me? I'm going to make it hard for you to ignore me. Yes. And so oh you would my push God. my buttons and bump it up to 11. We need to do another episode on this because the amount of stories that we have, we have so many. But fun fact, fun little tidbit for you is that one time ellie got so mad at me that she rubbed a peach into my face i was eating a peach she was eating. I, it sounds so mean it's no so no, mean no 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 i, I think to you. It, it it honestly made sense like there was no like that was probably like the one a perfect way to get me to shut up because i was just like there was no stop but you were incessant me. you wouldn't stop I was literally and like, unless you caught me off guard with like rub by rubbing a peach on me or something, I would probably not stop. You would like not snap tired. out of it. And this is the thing. So <sighs> I would first try to ignore, ignore you. It wouldn't work. Right. Because then you would start bothering me more. Yeah. And then you would reach a level where, OK, I'm finally giving you the attention you, you're <laughs> craving so badly. But it wasn't enough because you were already up to level 11. Well, so you were it was hard to bring you back down from that. That excitement of, you know, bothering oh me. So to get you back down to just regular one-on-one -on -one attention without annoying each other or being annoyed by you, right? Mm -hmm. Get you to just, okay, let's play a game or whatever we were going to do. <laughs> to get you back down to that level, it was difficult to do. 
I couldn't just tell you, okay, I'm, you know, what? You know, I would say, okay, what? And you would just keep doing it because you were already on that. Because it was like you're going I'm down sorry. a hill, it's Guys, snowballing. When, Ellie, when you, when you get mad, it is so funny. It is so Not hilarious. to me. To, no, to other people. Oh my God, it's so funny. And then. I think just to you and to, <laughs> just to like our sibling, like, like us it and made, our siblings. It makes me laugh so hard when you're like. And sometimes, actually, it's not even on purpose. <laughs> like, sometimes. I would be mildly get, annoyed and you guys start laughing at me. Sometimes, yeah, just seeing her, like, roll her eyes. Just seeing you roll your eyes or, like, seeing you, like, just, you know, get a little mad and then, like, you know, yell at me or something. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's like, the most hilarious thing <laughs> in the world to me. <laughs> And so I understand why you did what you did. Only in the context of it relating to you bothering me is it funny to you. Yes. Because actually when it's something serious that I'm angry at, you don't get, you don't laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When no, it's something. I mean, it's more like, it's not serious. Yeah, when it's something that's not serious and, and it's like annoyed. relating to you or like, you know, someone else bothering me, but not, not in a serious way, like not in a problem, a serious problem, then that's when you find it really funny yeah <laughs> well yeah those are i think those are all the the pet peeves that i had listed on my end so with that being said what are yours so i don't have as many as you listed out i only came up with a few well one thing that bothers me is when i try to go shopping for pants mm. and these days what's really the hip thing is uh, high-waisted jeans and i don't find them comfortable at all they just don't suit me i don't know Then don't buy them okay hear me out though hear me out i try to not buy them right so i try to seek out mid mid um waisted jeans like regular waisted like not low not high not medium high not super high but just regular joe pants regular plain like pant waisted pants and that's not easy to do these days because literally everything has gone the high waisted route not everything a lot of them unless you're buying sweatpants unless you're buying sweatpants it can be hard i've been trying to shop for jeans and i struggle to find the mid waist that are not skinny jeans because I don't find skinny jeans comfortable. Where are you shopping for your jeans? I Literally, think that has something to do with it. No, everywhere I go, this is the thing. <laughs> because they'll have some, but they're not in my size or out. Mm. You know, and I know people would just like say, just shop online. I don't like shopping online. Or you I can like go to, to a try thrift my store. clothes on. I do this. The same thing happens to me at the thrift store. Mm. <laughs> your measurements aren't met for this world. Just kidding. I don't, I'm not, I don't even have like odd measurements. I'm just average height you know mm. so i think i don't know if they're selling out of these <laughs> mid-waisted jeans people are getting it to, to to the jeans for you yeah so then only the high-waisted jeans are left over i don't know but i don't like how fashion like, oh looks. ellie's coming or oh, you guys got to put those in the back she, she's <sighs> here it's just <laughs> i guess the underlying pet peeve of this is just how fashion will so strongly dictate what's in a store, like what's sold. Mm. And it makes sense to a degree because that's what you would think would sell. 
Yeah. But it's also frustrating to people that don't care that much about trends or not as into oh, them. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm one of those people. Like, I like some trends and not others, but I tend to participate less than other people you know what? tend to do. I'm going to piggy bank off of you. I don't like, I don't really like crop tops. And I feel I like feel you're so in I right feel now. the same thing about crop tops. I've been trying to find, like, for example, a sweater that I like, <laughs> like a sweatshirt or just sweaters and the number of times that I've seen something that is like, oh, that's, I kind of oh like that. God, yes. And it's a crop top. And I'm like, why can't you add a couple inches with so that- crop tops? If they come as a crop top, they can't be like undone. Right. But if it's a regular shirt, you can turn it into a crop top by cropping it or like tying it a certain way. But if it's already a crop top, then it's, you can't get any longer. You can only get shorter. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to show my belly button. Me either. I don't know why. I have no interest in I'm it. And I know they pair. I know they pair with high waisted pants because the shirt oh, is short, yeah. and then the the pant two waist, styles you don't like that go pant, together. The pant waist comes up, but I don't want to wear the high waisted pants. So the crop top makes no sense, and I don't like the short look of it. It doesn't. It doesn't flatter me. It works for some people. And not for others. And I'm annoyed I, with fashion just forcing people or trends forcing people to dress a certain way. Yeah. And I don't want to. And it's just annoying. I, yeah, I agree with you. Although I will disagree with the the, the high-waisted jeans. I do like high-waisted jeans. And some t- occasionally I will wear crop tops. But obviously I can only wear it in a casual setting. You know, you can't just go into like a school like that um you can't go to work like that yeah no no, definitely not and uh yeah i'll have to wear it and well i personally will only wear that with uh like high-waisted jeans or like yoga pants that i can stretch over my belly because i I just don't want to show it i just feel weird and i felt weird being in school settings where like i would be sitting down and and a student would would walk up to me and they would be wearing like a crop top and like when i'm sitting down all i see is their their belly their belly button i'm like i i feel so uncomfortable right now and i know it's not like it it's it's not meant to be weird but i just feel weird yeah it's your own they're not allowed to wear that but they still do it so okay that's what i was gonna ask if that's allowed in the dress code because that would surprise me it's definitely not okay and then obviously obviously people like break dress code especially in school middle school high school kids don't want to follow the dress code right because if obviously they didn't have one at all then people would just wear anything yeah and i guess sometimes not always appropriate sometimes it's just it's literally about safety for real like for example, when you're in the lab, they don't. You can't be wearing open-toed shoes, and oh, that's true, you yeah. want to like, you know, it's better to wear something that covers your legs in case something spills. <laughs> do you I think, don't know. Do you think scientists are walking around in crop tops? Definitely <laughs> not, because they're wearing their lab coats. Oh my god! You mean like a crop top under the lab coat? <laughs> no, I meant like in the lab. But I guess they could technically wear under the lab. Like they're wearing shorts and a crop top and they're wearing flip flops and they're like, they're really, they wish they were at the beach, but they're in the lab Oh my! God. and they're risking their life because they're handling corrosive material Oh my! God. <laughs> and if it spills, it's going to burn. <laughs> well, in that case, they would just need to wear close toed shoes, but <laughs> at least they're under, they're, they're under the, the, the lab coat. 
So if they were wearing a crop top, they would not be in danger. <laughs> yeah, if, as long as the lab coat is there. Oh my god. Well, what was your going back to our list? What what was your what was your other one? Oh, so it's not completely related, but it can be relating to fashion or clothes or it's just really things in general. Like when you buy things these days, I notice that everything's lower quality than it used oh to. Oh my god. Yes. Like even down to like car parts or like simple things that I hate it. I literally You hate have it. to replace things so much more often. Which makes sense for the business end of yeah, it, but of course. for the consumer end, it just means that you're spending more money. More it also often. creates more waste because then people yeah. throw out their stuff. Because it doesn't freaking work anymore. <laughs> and you can't fix it because now they're making things where you can't just fix it yourself and get the part. Like things are now being like that used to be put together within like an electronic device, for example, put in there with screws. Now they're using glue. So if you got to replace the part, you got to rip that piece out. Good mm. luck, you know? Yeah. And it used to be that you could use the manual and kind of figure out things troubleshoot better replace yeah. it they want you to pay a service they would rather to replace. come in yeah and pay someone else to do it and then that person gets to charge you for labor or charge you for like the part that they only make at that facility or some crap like that and then yeah and you have one you. option you can only send it to this one place you can't yeah. send it to you can't mm. price it at different places for different options of people to fix something for you preach sister yeah so that's a pet peeve oh my god yeah i hate that i i totally agree with that who wants who would want to get lower quality things and spend more money nobody wants that no it's annoying having to replace your appliances every few years like you have a coffee machine and it goes it's been chugging along going strong for 12 years it finally breaks after you using it on a daily basis 365 days a year for 12 years and then you try to go buy a new one and that one only lasts you three years and then the next one only buy- lasts you a year and a half and then Isn't the that next what happened one to only- our dad basically yeah <laughs> he was talking about that and how he's looking for another coffee machine but that's so frustrating and that happens with everything now so yeah that's a big pet peeve of mine oh to be living in the 1960s when things would last longer <laughs> they used to make things to last and now it's not like that anymore so the next one is relating to purchases okay um when you go into a store and you're just there to buy one thing oh my god and you wait in line and you go up and you're about to get ready to pay and they ask you can we have an email or phone number oh my god or what's your email or phone number or do you sometimes they even ask for your address no brother brother i give you that (laughs) Yeah, so I don't like that because, and I know the employee is just doing their job. They're, they have to ask, right? Because that's Those poor retail people. They don't want to bother you, but they have to. It's store policy. They have, they, they train them and they force them to ask for that information. And then they give them quotas sometimes too. Yeah, especially some uh, where they try to get people to sign up for their, their credit card, like their oh, store credit card. Those. those usually have quotas and I think they have, they'll have like certain goals and if you get a certain number of people to sign up you there's some sort of incentive for them so they they push it it's like you know just sales thing but literally ulta i hate shopping there because they do that 
Like every time I go there, I just want to walk in, buy an eyeliner and leave. That's all I want to do. But no, they always ask. I think even the last time they asked for my address or something. Or maybe they asked, like, why do you need my address? I don't know. Some crap like that. They're like, oh, what is, what's your email? What's your phone number? What's your address? I'm like, bro, sister, get out. Like, I, I ain't giving you that. Like, I, I've, I've done it before where, like, I have just been like, can I just not give it? And they're just like, uh, and I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable giving it or I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Or you have to, like, my e- kind yeah. of, like, argue with them a little bit sometimes. And it's like, I know I, at Ulta, it's definitely an and issue. And I feel bad. After that happened, I would just give it because I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to give up, which is probably what they want, right? But, like, sometimes I do feel bad because, like, like I said, it's not the employee that's trying to bother you. They they make them do that. Yeah. So, like. They're required. Their manager, like, if they're standing right there, they're not going to, like, you know, not ask. You know, they're they're going to they're gonna do it because that's sure what they're they, trained to do. I'm sure they would rather not ask and have the whole process go by so much quicker and smoother. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It makes me take longer because then they have to spell out your email and make sure it's right. And then it's, like, it's just companies data mining is what they're doing if they can use that information it's like gold these days it literally is so like that's how companies make money now it's like by how much they know about their customers because the more you know the more you can target um you know for advertising and those kinds of things and have a good idea of how to you know strategize people to buy your stuff yeah strategize for your business and so that's why they ask you for your phone number and email. You don't have to share it. Um, and unfortunately, you, sometimes you have to be a little persistent and tell them no. Uh, there's been a couple of times where I've gone in to a store. Let's say I'm like Christmas shopping and I don't care about that oh store God. most of the time. I, hate it, I, hate I would never buy in that store, but I know some people will like some stuff they sell there. So I'll go in there, get my stuff go in there and i will pay cash because i do not want them to have my card information but now they're less I don't and less get people are ads. accepting cash yes i don't want to get ads i don't want to get i hate it yeah. all that stuff so i'll go in there pay cash and then they'll ask for my phone number and i'll say no i literally would just say no no thank you i do not want to you know just no i know some people share like a fake number <laughs> what? they'll just use like yeah like they'll just uh, smart, actually. Like they'll just use the phone number of the actual company that they're at. Mm, that's kind of funny, actually. I think I've heard of some people doing that. I would just say no. I would just say no, and no, thank say you. No, yeah. Then... no, no, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's true. Some places are starting to not accept cash anymore. And you know what? I think there's there's more than one reason. It's not just so that they have your information, they have your card information, and your, they know your name and all that. Oh yeah. But some of it could also be related to having to deal less with the whole cash transactions and having Makes people sense. steal from the till and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And then having and then to, you don't have to count on the employee to do the math correctly. Right. And then you have to go exchange cash at the bank on a regular basis because that's you have, true. you need a certain number of each currency sense. denomination in, in, in some senses, but uh, yeah, overall I, I do find it annoying when I swipe my card one time at one place that doesn't even have the rest of my information and then they suddenly have my email. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, brother, I did not give you that, no. <laughs> so next time they ask me for my my phone number or my email, I'm just gonna say no meow and then see what they how they how they react. <laughs> or I'll no be like, thanks, brother, meow. <laughs> brother, do you really need that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that uh pet, pet peeve as well 
what's your next one is that is that your that's last all one? i had written down really it's mostly about shopping stuff and you know yeah they're all related to that that's all that came came to me well when i was thinking about these now things. we can segue into pet loves because pet loves are what relieves the hatred of the pet peeves so, the annoyance the the bothersome yeah stuff it's the the opposite what what makes you feel less bothered <laughs> let's cancel out those those peeves those negative thoughts yes <laughs> okay um i have two at the top that are basically the same thing so i might might as well just lump them into the same one but when people give me compliments but i do have specific things that i like to get complimented on more than other things okay like such as my voice because i okay growing up i didn't have a problem with my voice but i knew my voice was like a little bit lower than some other girls you know mm-hmm. but over time i became insecure about my voice because um our mom would sometimes like because you would get comments about your voice she would she would say oh you you sound your voice is so deep Mm-hmm. So over time, I did become a little bit insecure. She didn't. She never meant anything bad by it, but she was just making a comment. It, it or, might be unmer- like, yeah. You but for me, I didn't like that, and so I became, you know, subconscious about that. But I like getting so, and so that's why getting compliments on my voice is like a really nice compliment for me because now I'm like, oh, I don't need to be ashamed of my you know naturally deeper voice and it's okay to have a deeper voice and maybe that's that's it even sounds nice to other people you know or it's uh it's unique i don't know you know i think voices are kind of inherent your voice from yeah 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 that's true i don't know if i got it from our mom though because i don't feel like her voice is i mean i think i'm just thinking about our family members and i'm like it came from more than one place like oh for sure like i don't really think we had a lot of family like especially female family members that had like predominantly high pitched voices or That's more leaning true. high pitched. So it doesn't surprise me the kind of voice that we have. And yeah. then also I have whenever I've made recordings with you and like other family, I've noticed like our voices can be similar. You know, the similar Oh my like, god, they always confuse timbre us. and similar <laughs> you know Yeah. Pitch and you know. So it makes sense to me. Oh, and um the other things I like getting complimented on are my clothes because i don't consider myself very fashionable i've been trying so hard though i've been buying new clothes and i've been actually been like trying you know because i've been trying to find more like business casual stuff more professional things. oh like put together outfits so then if you compliment me on my clothes and that means like oh that that does mean something to me because i was actually trying yeah when you're I putting effort it out. um other thing is my hair that's a little different because unless i get it done like colored or something or styled my hair i don't do anything (laughs) to it but uh that's just a simple one but you know i just grow the hair and if they get compliments i'm like oh well thanks so you have like naturally nice hair without too much effort (sighs) i know thank you (laughs) um and then two more things is just um when people remember small things about me, like if I mentioned something one time and then someone gives me a gift based on like me mentioning that thing, that's so sweet to me. I think that's really sweet. Like if I mentioned one time or if I ask, if I'm at someone's house and I say, 
oh, do you do you have sour candy? And maybe I ask another time. And then the next time I come over, they bring me sour candy. That is so sweet. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's so that's so thoughtful. You actually ask people randomly at their houses if they have sour candy? Not randomly, but I'm just, that's just something I thought about recently because, like, Josh's mom, my boyfriend, uh, I'll oh, be you, at their oh, house. Because you were at your, because you were at your boyfriend's house. Okay. And then I'll ask them for snacks and then they'll, they'll be like, oh, we, we don't really have that here ever. And then, like, she, she'll bring me like sour candy which i'm like that that is so thoughtful so that's really sweet um and yeah just so just in general when people remember things um and then getting like handwritten letters or hand handmade gifts or cooking or something like that is just always i love that personal touch so i love and receiving anything like that so those are little pet loves that's nice to spread love in the world that i love Things that you enjoy. Yes. So I, I only listed a few as well for this. Uh, kind of similar to what you mentioned earlier. Receiving sincere compliments. That's really nice. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. That's always a nice thing. And I think that's why I like to give compliments too. Like, especially. Yeah. Sometimes you want to give someone a compliment. You don't know if you should because you're shy or something. Just do it. I've been in that situation before. And I think every time I've just told it's basically Given always the worth it. <laughs> it it's it's been appreciated you know so yeah that's i think that's a nice thing to do another one is just hospitality like you ever go to someone's house or even just like mm. a hotel or wherever and you see you know the little things that people do to mm. make you feel more at home or more comfortable yeah yeah i remember one time we we uh reserved vacation rental Mm -hmm. when we went to the coast and it was nice because the host had a bowl of like snacks at the at the kitchen it had like oreos and some like granola bars and a few other like little snacks and Mm -hmm. i liked that that's like a small thing i still think about that see it's been a couple years see those things like those things do matter i think they they really do make a difference even if they think it's like small or it's like oh like you know they're not gonna remember that a lot of times i think people do remember those kinds of things i definitely still remember those because it was it was very nice to i would go back there uh, yeah. yeah it was nice to arrive and then you know after a long trip i mean we did stop a little bit on the way but it was just nice to have like a little snack just a little welcoming gift it's very small but you yeah know, some little thing to enjoy so those hospitality touches i like those things nice. and i think that's why those also inspire me to try to do that when i have oh, guests over yeah i think I, I it's something i want to improve on and it's something i enjoy receiving so i think doing it for others is nice and then kind of similarly tied to that in a way the lastly um I really like when I see a person who's really into what they do and they're putting a lot of thought and care into it. Like whenever I see stories of people that open their own restaurant and that restaurant's been very successful and they do really well and you can see like how involved and how much care and attention and all that focus they have on their business doing well their small business yeah. i really like seeing those things i love that i love that passion yeah or when i see an employee at an at you know some place and 
especially with a service job, those jobs are so difficult. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to work those jobs where you deal with people on a daily basis, customers. And when you see an employee really genuinely making good effort and like making sure that they're enjoying themselves. Yes. That everything is going well. I really appreciate that. And especially if they enjoy it, because I understand some people work jobs that they don't want to work. Yeah. In the service, especially in the service industry, you see it a lot, you know, maybe it's not what they want to be doing, but it's really cool to see someone doing what they want to be doing and doing a, a good job and, you know, being, uh, enjoying it. And, I don't know. I like saying that. It's it's uh, heartwarming. It gives me yeah. hope, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like I like seeing that, too. It always makes me feel better. Or even just seeing someone I know, if I go, like, shopping or something, just seeing someone I know, a familiar face, or uh, maybe I've been there multiple times and I usually see the same person. I don't even have to know them personally. And just if they say, oh, hi, like, how are you doing? Or, oh, you're here again. That's always nice, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely seeing like that passion behind what someone does really, it, it's really inspiring and it just makes you feel good. So good pet love, <laughs> good pet love. Yeah. So I think, I think we covered both of ours, right? Yeah. We covered our pet peeves and pet loves. I did, um, want to mention, uh, talk a little bit about hogwarts legacy that new game that recently came out that i think i heard a statistic on it that is like the most uh popular game like worldwide right now really i didn't know about that i think that makes sense though because it's like you know harry potter's kind of always been a big thing and like you know when the books came out once they were bestsellers like once once they got gained gained a certain popularity then everyone everywhere wanted to read it and then it got translated into it a bunch of different languages so and the movies too of course yeah. yeah the movies um definitely helped with that um so i personally don't have um like a pc or a like a ps5 or anything that i can play it on but my boyfriend josh has been playing the game and i've just been watching him and he's been like streaming it and stuff and it's like oh my god it's so cool <laughs> um He's been um, streaming it on his Twitch account. I think that game released like two weeks ago. And a few cool things about it is that, you know, it's the most popular game right now. Um, You can connect your account to like your your Wizarding World or Pottermore. That's what they used to call it. Your uh, Wizarding World account. So that when you like create your character, you can already have like your house, your your wand, your um, Patronus already like preloaded into there basically. Oh, connected. So yeah, so you can connect that, which is really cool. Um, every house has different quests to complete, which, you know, that makes sense. I think that's cool. So it's like you have a bit of a unique experience when you go on it. Can you complete quests for other houses or do you have to be in the no. house? everyone there is a main storyline and then there's like specific house quests that that's what i've that was my understanding of do you it. have to pick a house so you get sorted in so if you don't connect it to your account and you're already like sorted into a house then you get sorted in when you start the game can you make multiple characters and have some characters be in a different house i'm sure you could okay i'm just wondering because i would wonder if some people would want to do some of the other quests yeah because um some people are actually jealous of the hufflepuff house 
because you know everyone hates on Hufflepuffs, right? I am a Hufflepuff myself, so I'm like, y'all are haters, but we're just nice people who love nature, so I don't know why we're hating. But anyway, is that true? They always like nature, Hufflepuff people. It's kind of a Hufflepuff thing. Okay, I didn't know that. But um, so a lot of people hate on Hufflepuffs, but they have a cool house quest, and this is the only house that gets to do this, where they get to visit Azkaban. What do they do there? I don't know. It's just a rumor I've been hearing around. Um, but yeah, they're the only house that gets to go to Azkaban. So unless you're in that house, you you don't get to go there for one of your quests. So people have been saying like, that's so cool. Um, so I guess you could make, you know, another little account and try to your best to get sorted into Hufflepuff uh, to go to Azkaban if you really want to. I think the the graphics are great on this game. The, the what are they called the skins or the presets whatever they call those things they're pretty they look really nice um they're very detailed so i really like that about the game i haven't watched too much of um my boyfriend playing it but i did think that it was funny that um he could make things levitate at his you know his beginner level and he would just find like objects or like uh, animals and he would just like make them levitate it's so funny if you do it on a cat please do it if you have the game it's so funny what happens they just float but their 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 legs they go out in a weird way it's so funny <laughs> um so yeah that's um let's see did i have anything on this uh no that's pretty much all i was gonna say about the game but yeah it's it's really really cool i know that if you don't have a ps5 um the game comes out on like ps4s and other stuff uh in april so you will have to wait a little bit if you don't have like a ps5 or like a pc that you can download the game on but um i'm really excited for that because uh my boyfriend's gonna give me his old ps4 and he's gonna let me play it on there so in april i will be able to like play it on my own not at his house you know Mm mm-hmm but yeah, it's a really cool game. So check out Phantom Hush on Twitch and also check out his podcast. He has a podcast where he talks a lot about like movies, um, including like the Harry Potter movies popular, and other movies, yeah, other he talks series, about other stuff right. like that too. And just like popular uh, pop culture stuff. But um, especially if you're like, you're a Marvel fan, he talks a lot about that with his co- co-host uh, Nick. So check out uh, Cosmic Kickback podcast on i think it's like on the same sites as you it's are it's everywhere uh, yeah, yeah youtube has youtube spotify, uh, spotify apple it? podcast i yeah. believe all the places yeah i'll include so, a link in the description so check him out he's great he's funny um but yeah definitely gonna <laughs> watch his his next stream on um about the, the new game have you played it at all like even just a little bit just to try it out I don't think I have actually. You've just watched, been, just watching been watching him? him play, but I have been practicing <laughs> with the playing with the control with the the revamped um, SpongeBob Battle of Bikini Bottom game. I, okay, it's so fun! Oh my god! So I think that's a good game if you're a beginner because I felt like it was very beginner friendly. Um, and that's on PS5 as well, or PS4, or he was able to get it on PS5. So okay, I know you can at least play it on there, but yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are pretty cool things you can check out if you're interested. But yeah, that those have been our pet peeves and pet loves. Yes, thank you for for sharing and joining us today. It's my pleasure, meow. Let us know what your pet peeves and your pet loves are. 
Yes, we, please comment. We want to know. We're curious. Or give us some feedback on what we said. Maybe you disagree. Yeah, maybe you think our pet peeves are dumb, and that's <laughs> fine. You can tell us that. <laughs> We're open to feedback. All right. Well, then, till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, Neil. Ha, <laughs> ha.